Hi, welcome to She Walks With God. I'm Annie, this is my podcast, and I'm here with no music, no fluff, just me, my mic, and my walking with God story. In this episode, I'll be talking about faith and trust in God. And to start, I'm going to tell you two stories. So there's a missionary called Heidi Baker, who came to New York City for the show of a documentary film about her work with children in Mozambique. I got a ticket through a friend to go and see the film. And just before this evening, I'd been praying uh, for some money so I could actually go and buy some hair dye and dye my hair and get my hair done, which I hadn't been able to do for a while. And a couple I know gave me $20 to buy what I needed. So when I attended this event, I knew I had $20 in my purse. So I attended, it was a really interesting film and she came on the stage at the end and started to pray and worship on her knees. And you know what, it just really inspired me because through everything I just saw her her love and felt her love for this God that she believed in above everything else in her life. So towards the end, they um, said they were gonna take an offering for her. And so everyone was in worship um, so, and the people with the buckets were like passing them around during worship to collect the money. But I was in worship fighting in the spirit. I had tears fighting with God in the spirit, um, which is one of the reasons why I love loud music in church because you can't hear me bawling my eyes out. So anyway, I was, like I said, I was just really fighting with God um, because I was just extremely upset. You know, I prayed, I'd got this money and now he was telling me to put it in the bucket and give it away. And this was early in my time there. So unlike, you know, all the stuff I was talking about in my last episode about provision and where I'd got to, I was still learning to trust God and to have faith in areas that I hadn't had to before in that way. So the buckets passed, worship continued, and the people who had been collecting the money were standing in the, aisle, um, the side aisles by the wall. Um, so, you know, I just did what I was doing, which was to continue arguing with God, saying things like, you know, quoting scriptures, you know, God, it says that, you know, you should, you should have a heart that's cheerful when you give. Well, I don't have a cheerful heart, so it's best that I just don't give. <laughs> um, you know, us humans can find a scripture to justify anything that we want to do or not do. But thankfully, God is wise and the spirit does speak. And the word just came back to me and it was very simple, which was obedience is better than sacrifice. And I was angry. I was annoyed. I was upset. But I stepped out past the people in my row and I went and I put my $20 into the offering bucket. And I felt like, you know, those children who you tell them to do something and they don't really want to do it, but they do it, but they make sure you know that they didn't want to do it. That was me. So that was one of my stories for you. The second is, it's actually a recurring one in the development of my faith and trust, to be honest. Um, it usually involves a situation where I have to accept that that situation, people and things in general are not the way I want them to be. And God is not going to fix it so that it is. <laughs> That's usually what happens. And the story often goes, something happens, I get upset and angry. I hear God speaking gently and asking me to tell him how I'm feeling. And I shut up bottle up my anger and just will not talk to him you know that kind of like I'm not talking to you because you're upset me that's me um and then but then he'll just encourage me 
and depending on how upset and angry I am will determine if I do or do not speak. But if I'm still blocking him out, he'll just tell me to write in my journal. So I do a lot of um, communication with God through the written word um, in my journal and I will speak through my words that I write in there. And the reason why, you know, I'm like that is because for a lifetime, you know, I just bottled up my emotions and my feelings. Um, I didn't share them when I was exposed to things or experienced things. When things didn't go my way, however I felt about it, I would just revert to my safe space of silence. Just be quiet, say nothing. Um, and that was even with God. So that's where I was at in terms of I was still treating God like that in my relationship with him is that when I felt a certain way I'd shut down completely but he knew that which is you know I just love God so much um because he knows me and he knows you <laughs> so hey love him so I'm telling you these two stories because when people speak about faith and trust in God it can sometimes sound really detached from reality you know, just repeat the words in the Bible every day and you'll be okay. Speak the scriptures over your life and you'll be good. You know, it's the reason why there's that Christianese that often feels like, you know, it's really just people covering up what they really feel with these empty words. You know, you say, how are you? And the response you get is, I'm blessed and highly favoured. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. When really they're breaking down on the inside. You know, then words slip out that they think are wrong and there's this like long line of apology and self-correction. And I know for me, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, would you just not? Like, would you just speak and just, just say whatever you want to say? But, you know, I do understand the importance of speaking words that are life-giving. But developing a personal relationship with God for me didn't happen by speaking words I thought I should be saying as a Christian and ignoring how I actually felt as a human being, you know, and saying what I wanted to say and, or not say, as is the case with me. And that's why I haven't used examples in this episode of God's miraculous answers to prayer or anything like that to demonstrate the development of faith and trust. Um, you know, the Bible does say that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But it also goes on to say that those who come to him must believe that he is who he says he is. And can I tell you, when I read the Bible, I got to know who this God said he was. So I can tell you who God should be, according to the Bible. But when I walked with God in real life, that's when I started to believe he was who he said he was. But I also started to understand that he's more than what is contained in the Bible as well. Um... You know, and it's in those moments for me when I could just be myself with God when I wasn't being lovely and I wasn't calm or peaceful or faithful. It was in those moments when I felt who God really was. You know, I felt the gentleness, I felt the love. And it's like at those times when human beings would you know, just look at me like, okay, what is going on with her? You know, not understanding, not knowing where I'm coming from, not understanding my history and my background and all of that kind of stuff. And they would kind of back off. And then if you like, you're kind of looking around and actually God's the only one that's there. He's the one that's still there, still encouraging me to just communicate with him no matter what I'm feeling. 
And I can honestly say that my faith and trust in God is the one thing I love most about myself, but it's also because I'm proud of myself for committing to it and the person in me that that pursuit really revealed to my to me. Um, now, if I was to give three ways that I built my relationship with God and developed faith and trust, it would be these three things. So first of all, being real with him, as I've kind of sort of mentioned, you know, I was real with God all the time. When I was happy, when I was sad, when I was angry, when I was frustrated, when I was confused, when I was disappointed, you know, however I felt, when I didn't want to speak, when I did want to speak, even when I annoyed my own self, I would speak and I would well, sometimes write, I would tell God everything. And, you know, I remember once God telling me to pray for this particular person in New York. And this is how I real I am with God. I was just like, uh, no, <laughs> because you see, I... There aren't a lot of people that I, I hate. I, you know, I can't tell you anyone that I would say I hate. But there was a particular point at a particular, a particular person was that someone. And this was the person that God was telling me to pray for. And I said, as I said, I said, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And the beautiful thing is God didn't force me to pray. He left it. And about a week later, I was washing up at the sink at my grand's house. And suddenly I just got this vision of this particular person as a child and I just started bawling my eyes out. Um, I went and I prayed for her um, for seven days straight. I'd wake up at 5.30 in the morning and I'd say, um, I actually wrote it in my journal, um, just short prayer um, for her every day for seven days. So that's why I believe God can do so much more than we can even imagine through our real mess and truth you know and he can do so much more through that than he can through our pretending and being fake and trying to be the christians we think we need to be and you know one of my favorite scriptures is that those who do evil you know they come to the they run from the light but those who do truth come to the light that their deeds would be worked out in god and i adore this verse and the experience that I'm talking about with this prayer for this girl is an example of that, is an example of bringing scripture to life. Because you know something, God wasn't asking me to be the good Christian who would ignore and pretend I loved this person when I couldn't stand her. You know, he wanted me to be truthful. And when I was, he then worked in my heart. So I ended up doing what he wanted me to do anyway. But actually, the difference is I was doing it with a genuine heart. So that's what truth can do with God. That's what, when you're real, that's what it can do. And, you know, I didn't get to know my closest friends, like human friends, by reading about them in a book. You know, I got to know them through experiences we shared and conversations we had and, you know, the small daily interactions. And that was God in my life daily while I was in New York City. But you know, like when you're with people who you meet and you're a bit like, okay, I need to gauge, like, where's my boundary with this person? Because they need to just kind of stay over there. The good thing with God is that you don't really need boundaries. He knows everything anyway. So, you know, and he's just like the same. He's consistent. And I guess he's just like that friend that we wish all of our friends were. Um, and if you have friends that are like that, who are consistent, you know, then you're extremely blessed. I'm extremely blessed with uh, 
very small number of them, but they are fantastic people. Um, but God is always number one, obviously. So anyway, so anyway, um, yeah, so being real about absolutely everything was really how I got to know him. And that's what then built the trust and the faith. Because you can't have faith in someone if you don't trust the person. And if you don't know the person, then you can't trust the person, right? Does that make sense? So then moving on to like the second point, then I developed my trust in God by being obedient, even when I didn't want to. Um, so I knew God's voice. And I'll say again, you know, I said about the fact that I wasn't a new Christian. I had been um, a Christian for a number of years. So I knew God's voice. And so I knew when he was telling me to do things. And most of the time, they weren't things that I wanted to do. But I had made the decision to do it anyway, regardless of how I felt. So going to that bucket and putting in $20 with tears in my eyes or times where I've booked flights by closing my eyes and hitting the book button, you know, staying in the city when I wanted to go home, you know, I made the decision to be obedient and that wasn't to get stuff. That was just to get God. Um, and this is my final point, you know, my faith and trust is really just a deep desire to have more and more of God. God is what I'd call like the ultimate enigma, just depths and you just, oh, to understand. And just goes contrary to popular opinion or culture. And that means that to be with him requires radical stuff. Like yeah, you're going to be doing stuff that goes against the grain a lot of the time. And that's the kind of stuff that requires faith and trust. And that's why it's so important to develop that in your walk with God, because you will get to a point where you take a step and you need that faith to do the radical stuff, to do things when people are like, um, what are you doing? You need to know that you're doing it for God and you've got the faith and the trust in him to follow. Now, where did that desire come from in me? Well, I can only really pinpoint one initial event that shifted everything for me. And that was when a close friend of mine passed away um, at the end of 2013. And it was really sudden and unexpected. And I found myself really upset and grieving to the point where I was almost like, I mean, why are you so like, yes, he's your friend, but you're, you're like, this is another level. And, you know, fortunately I was in the Cayman Islands. So I spent a lot of time outside in my hammock where I feel God very powerfully. So I was able to kind of get that kind of comfort. And I remember this feeling and this thought that, you know what, my friend was just here a couple of weeks ago. Like we went out for dinner, you know, and now he's in like a different space over there somewhere. And, you know, it was the first time that I really thought about what was beyond and bigger than this life. And one of the questions I asked myself was, when I get to heaven, will God know me? And will I know God? And that is where it all shifted for me. You know, nothing else mattered after that. I just wanted to know God for myself. Not from a pastor or a preacher on the pulpit or from a book written by men or even from an account of a man named Jesus. I wanted to know God for myself. And that is what actually overrode any fears or doubts or challenges or even my own reluctance to follow the voice of God. It was my desire to know, like, it's great hearing about 
how Jesus had a relationship and demonstrated a relationship with his father. But it's like, no, I want that relationship. Like, I want it. <laughs> so what do I need to do to get that relationship? And so I think that was what pushed me um, to take certain leaps of faith and to trust God when I didn't feel comfortable or didn't feel good, you know, but I still did it because I could hear God telling me, you know, just do that, hit that button, Annie, book that flight, go over there, speak to that person. Um, so, you know, we can often feel like seeking God is a mission. And I guess in some ways, walking through New York, it was a mission because I was, as much as I was on mission helping people, every single experience, encounter, situation was leading me closer to know God more. Um, and that's ultimately what I wanted. But he's not hiding. You know, we don't have to do all of this stuff for him. You know, I just discovered that when you have a heart and a desire to really know who God is and to know him intimately and personally, he's already there. He's there. He's in everything, everything you do. He is in it. So you don't have to go searching for him. You just have to open your eyes and spiritual eyes and you will see. Um, and a lot of those spiritual eyes are opened when you do step out in faith and you do trust because that's when you're kind of out of your own self and your own comforts and your own abilities to do things. So my next episode, again, we're kind of building on this, you know, we started talking about provision and trusting God in that area and how important it is. And then moving on to now to faith and trust generally in terms of day to day how do you build that with a personal relationship with God and then we're going to move on into the next episode about God's presence and the freedom that you can experience when you truly understand what this is you know and what it actually means for you so until then please follow on Instagram at podcast by Annie for some extras between episodes make sure you're following there be well and I shall be back on the 9th of July.